This is the Final Whistle Podcast with the Wrexham AFC media team. Hello and welcome to the preview podcast. I apologise, it's a little bit echoey. We've had to do it in quite weird circumstances today. And so uh, we're obviously filming it from the toilets under the cop. How exciting is that? This secret bunker under the cop. Um, <laughs> we were just in a flashback to the toilets and the cop and not, not feeling very happy now. <laughs> that wasn't something I wanted to remember. But we're looking forward to the Barnet game. And it's... Oh, 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 I'm Mark Griffiths, hello. Here's Jay Long. I sort of forgot how to do this thing. It? It's, it's a bit weird today. Um, I mean, it's... I, I hate this phrase. It's must win, isn't it, really? Going to Barnet? Yeah, which is a strange thing, considering last season they were all far better side to what they are now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you look at some of their last results, 5-1 loss to Kings Lane. Uh, they lost 4-1 in their last game, which I know you on your yeah. low-down report said, politely said they didn't look very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't like saying must win, and I don't like saying no, if we do a professional job, we'll win, because I, I cast my mind back to when we played MK Dons the season we went down, mm-hmm. and they were a good side, and we ended up beating them. Yeah, true. So, yeah. you can never say any game's a given, really, can yeah. you? And... Uh, you actually mentioned just before we went on air the Aldershot game. I mean, look, Aldershot did not look as bad as Barnet looks on their last match. But, um, uh, you know, we really, there's no explanation for how, why we played so badly at Aldershot. And if, you know, we clearly have that in us and we can't afford that tonight because Barnet do look poor, I've got to say. I mean, like, they're losing games hands over fist. Uh, you know, they've had a couple of half decent performances. They only lost one and a half before, to be fair, two games ago, which is admirable. And they kept the same team for their next match, but then they lost, as you said, 4-1 at home to Yeovil. And you can argue that's conditioned by the fact that the player sent off after half an hour. But having watched the game, I don't think it was. Because they were already 2-1 down by then, and they were horrible. I've got to say, they were poor. Um, so they would have lost that match, whether or not it was the, the, the most gloriously comical sending off that happened. For... It, it's pretty crazy to see a club of this, of this stature being... I know they're not a mammoth club, but they're a big, big enough club for the yeah. conference and big enough for League Two for, yeah. for really struggling, aren't they, this season? Yeah. And But as I said, I think if Wrexham play well, like they did against Sutton, which I think if we carry yeah, on that yeah, sort, yeah. similar sort of performance, the defence stay as solid as they are, I can't mm. see us having any problems. If we play good against Sutton, we should be absolutely fine. If we, if we play as we ought to, we should be absolutely fine. It's just whether we have one of those... those uh, they call them the jouissons in, the, in cycling in, in French. Uh, the, day with, the day without, that day when you turn up and just, for some reason, you can't get it right. Yeah. Uh, as long as you don't have one of those, we should win it. But obviously, you can't take anything for granted. I mean, you're right, they're a big club to be in this sort of mess. Luckily for them, of course, it's almost certain there'd be no relegation. Yeah. It's not been ratified yet, I don't think, but it's, it's a, it's, that's the assumption, I think, there'll be no relegation. So it's very, very lucky for them. But, I mean, the, the stadium and setup is fantastic. They're a club that's spent plenty of time in the Football League lately, and I guess that's part of the issue, as they've said themselves, and put it on the, the preview on the website, that their owner basically says that they were going to gamble, maybe I shouldn't use the word gamble, but essentially they were going to do that with their two years of parachute payments in the Football League to get straight back in. And having failed to do that, the first season they were a bit table, and last season they got in the playoffs, mm. And having failed to do that, they lost a lot of players over the summer and they've had an amazing decline. They've still got some decent players, frankly, you look at their squads, but 
Do you think it's a mentality issue then if they have decent players to, you know, they're only two points ahead of Dover and Dover only played 15 games. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, Dover not playing their games at all now either, no, no. so that's pretty bad, isn't it? And, but you just cannot switch off against teams like this. No, you, you can't. You, yeah. we've, we've got to be professional. We can't just go in there expecting that we're going to win. The old comparison to MK Don's game was a really good one. Yeah. We were terrible that year, weren't we? Yeah. And MK Don's were very impressive, but we still pulled out a, a performance. So yeah, absolutely right. Um, they brought in Lee Vaughan, who was extremely experienced defensive player, normally a fullback, and he was a force. Although I mean, he's come from Telford, and you know, I don't think so. He's not been playing lately, and he's getting on now. But he's a proper feisty scrapper. Look, they normally a fullback. Looking at the way they played, I think it's feasible they could play him as a as a as a centre back possibly. But you know, he's he's a good addition. Yeah. And they've had a week to sulk over that result because they played last Tuesday. Yeah, they're, they're going to look to get back at us. Their manager's talking about being fresh after a week off and coming out the traps quickly and getting at Wrexham. But for me, the way they started that game against Yeovil was horrific. And, you know, there was a shot on goal after 40 seconds. Uh, they were all over the place. Uh, I hate it when people talk about body language. The body language, though, having said that, was really noticeable. The defence was constantly arguing with each other. They clearly all seemed to have different ideas of what they had to do. I felt sorry for Miles Judd. He was right back. He was on loan from Orient and is a good, good defender who really looked exasperated. You know, he just felt... You can see he was sort of thinking, why the hell are these people doing this? What, what, what's going on? And the first two goals they let in from set pieces were uh, embarrassing. I mean, really poor, total failure to carry out your duties on a set piece. And then it happened again. That was really, really poor. And the, the, the thing that scares me is you see a team like that. Tim Flowers is a hard nut. He's had a week of slaughtering them, so they really are going to want to bounce back against us. I'd rather we played them last Tuesday and they were like that, frankly. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is a strange one, but for me, it's all about how Wrexham play. Yeah, absolutely. If, if Wrexham come out firing, like, we know we can, they can. I know we've had our ups, we've had our downs this season as well as yeah, ups, yeah. we've had some poor performances this season. But for me, when, when we're firing, we can, we can compete with anyone in the league. And we should be able to put these away, even if we're having a half, half-bothered performance. We should still be able to win. So hopefully, mm, Vassell will be back, won't he? Will he be back? Well, available for selection, certainly. Yeah, when, when, when yeah, they yeah. pick him is another thing. Yeah. Um, and I think I really like the way the team set out. And I think Doral played really well against yes. Sutton. Yeah. Um, I don't feel any need to change it. So I, I know I'm really, I'm really, I'm really happy about how we played against <laughs> Sutton. So hopefully we can carry that on. Yeah. I mean, when I think of some of the potential matchups and I look at that game. I mean, obviously, you know, maybe it's wrong when we look at one game, because obviously the game before the same eleven only lost one to that heart. It will therefore must have been much better, sure. But I'd like some of the potential matchups. Um, sorry about that. The system just started leaking in the cop toilet. Um, the I mean, their left back looked very shaky. I love the idea of Reese Hall Johnson running at him. The centre backs um, were a bit erratic. I like the idea of Kwame Thomas battering them around a little bit. The big lads, but. You know, they didn't look um, like they'd handled Thomas on top of his game or Angus. So it, yeah, it's a while since they kept a clean sheet. And we, when they drew 0-0 with us, 
since then, I think they've won, is it they've won two games? They've drawn one yeah. and won one, and they've been like a horrific spiral since. They beat Halifax not so long ago yeah. in recent memory. Yeah, good result, so yeah. That is a good result. Um, they beat Burson in the FA Cup. Yeah. Bizarrely. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said about confidence, I mean, you gain momentum by winning, you also lose momentum by losing. But they lost 5 1 to Kings Lane at the same time. So yeah. it's, yeah. I think if, if you're a Barnet fan, it, this would be a terrible, terrible season. Oh, God, yeah. But as I said previously, it's up for us to stay as strong as possible. If Kelly has a performance like he did again on Saturday, I can't see him getting past us. Yeah. But. but I don't want to speak too soon because last time I was really confident in a preview podcast, we ended up losing 3 0. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So let's see. Yeah. I feel that the sort of team, like if we get at them and make them defend, there will be goals. Yeah. But, but if we fail to do that, then we won't have tested them enough and, and we could walk into trouble. Can I just finish off by tipping my hat to the red card that Tom Adeloy got in that game against Yeovil? It was beautiful. So you're sent off after half an hour, two yellow cards in the space of about five minutes. The first one is legit and fair enough. He's a, he's a wide striker, um, an attack breaks down, Yeovil breaking, and so he sprints after the player and brings him down and stops the break, but he gets a yellow card, fair enough, and that's correct decision, and I think correct decision by him if he thinks the team were in danger, take him for the team, fine. Then a couple of minutes later, oh, it was truly beautiful, and I was interested to see the Barnet website, now to be fair, they're difficult websites, <laughs> they're not really going to be saying anything otherwise, but they described it as controversial. I, I, I'm going to describe it as hilarious. Um, basically, it's a free kick on a halfway line to Yeovil. No, 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 nothing free kick. Right on the, on the touchline. They're not setting it up like they're going to launch it in the box or anything like that, it's just a, just a standard, you know, get the ball back in play thing. He doesn't go back 10 yards at first. And then seems to be warned by the ref and goes back a bit more. Still hasn't gone 10 yards. The Yeovil player looked like he might want to hit the ball against him, but sort of decides against it. And then decides to try and play the free kick past him. And he sticks his foot out and blocks it. And he's not 10 yards away. So he, he gets a second yellow card. So firstly, it was a really crazy second yellow card to get. And the referee's rocking. You know, I mean, he's, he's only retreated a bit, but not enough. And then he's not, it doesn't mean, it hit against him. I'm quite sure the referee would have said, take that again. But it's played wide ago and he stuck his leg out and intercepted it. So it's, it's a yellow card. Brilliantly, the ref, I'm not sure, I mean, it's hard to tell. It appears he doesn't realise he's already booked it. And shows him a yellow card. And then Adeloy, he's got his hands in his, head in his hands, because he knows he's just put a second yellow card and he's been sent off. But that doesn't seem to be getting the message of the ref of leave the pitch now. And so tries to do that sort of a, you know, he doesn't quite stick his face in the air, whistle with his hands behind his back and wander away. <laughs> but he walks back, he walks back into a defensive position rather than leave the pitch. Clearly thinking, oh, I've got away with this. And then the referee realises what's gone on and shows him the yellow guard again and the red. And Adeloy starts going crazy at this point as if he's been dealt some injustice. But he knew he was on two yellows. So you know that when you give him the second yellow, you walk off the pitch, don't you? You try to, you try to arm them, it's beautiful. Try to pull fast on it, that sort of reminds me of that uh, World Cup, wasn't the referee who gave three yellow cards and yeah. red cards? Sort of yeah. Tra- yeah, yeah, exactly, you try to pull one of them sort of things, and that's quite funny. It was magnificent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you got to see it, it is, it is good. It's on the highlights on Barnett's uh, the, uh, the YouTube channel. It is great how he, he attempts it, 
Fred doesn't pull it off. <laughs> so he's not playing tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, one, one out. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see how we do. JJ Hoover is a threat, of course, up front, and he's got a brilliant goal in that game. Uh, we know he's got ability and he may want to prove something against us. But yeah. We need to get on the front foot. Make sure he doesn't get near our goal anyway, don't we? Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be happy with this. I'll take a win, I don't get how it comes. We just need to get three points out of this game, don't we? I think. Yeah, definitely. And if we'll be covering this result on Dragonheart on Friday. Absolutely right. So, and the Sutton games, and we'll be talking about other things. So make sure you tune in on Friday for Dragonheart too. Yes, absolutely. And um, as well, about the podcast after the match and all that malarkey, the live commentary on Mixler too. Uh, so keep in touch with the game through the media team. We'll pull the whole thing apart, I think. Yeah. And with that, we'll finish off and leave these decaying toilets. I'm Mark Griffiths, and that guy is Che Long. Thank you very much. And now, wash your hands. <laughs> this is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.